Martini friends, welcome in. You're listening to Jawa Chatter, a Star Wars podcast made for those that love the series and newcomers that want a guide to know more. New episodes drop early every Thursday morning. I am one of your hosts, Jeffers, the Middle Ground fan, and with me are a few co-hosts today. First one up is Nerdy, the lover of all things Star Wars. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Star Wars series, The Lord of the Rings, coming to you in three parts uh, on Amazon later this year. I quit. Claudia, <laughs> the Star Wars newbie. It is I. And our guest, Clarus the Wise. That's me. I will be taking applications for younglings. Um, I it, did not like uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? We are not adopting any children in this house. No, I have to impart my wisdom. Obviously, that's 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 what wise. Why didn't you do. say apprentices rather than younglings? That just felt yeah. weird. When you said it, I I think I might like be the that. I think I might be the most messed up person here because because she's the word younglings. I'm like, is she gonna brutally murder them with a I lightsaber? I'm just like, <laughs> oh my, Clarus, my please do not go to the dark side. No one hates children more than my wife. Oh, <laughs> well, oh, <I'll, laughs> we went to see the Batman for like the second time today. And there was like a giggle from the front of the theater, and she went, "Children." <laughs> like, okay, Spidey senses, calm down. Okay, because I knew how dark the movie was. Anyways, it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't for, matter. For those younger, for, for those listening, she doesn't hate your children, so please don't be upset. No, 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 no. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Nerdy, you're not helping. I'm not trying to help. I'm being honest. Be uh, less We're honest. Child-free household. Well, I mean. We are too. We are too, but our dogs can our dogs. be like children at times. Yeah, not not to the extreme as children. No, I want to. I no, want to. They're allowed no, to be are, left at home. We're digging ourselves a hole here. I'm going All to right. go ahead and move on. <laughs> Anyways, for those, uh, if it's not your first episode, or you know, if it's your tenth episode, whatever. I don't know what number we're on at this Welcome point. In. Welcome in. <laughs> uh, we are going through the Star Wars animated Clone Wars series leading up to Kenobi in May. Uh, as I've said in other episodes, that list, the uh, chronological slash sequential order, that is the Agreed upon list to watch these episodes rather than going through the release order, which is confusing, is on our Twitter. Uh, you can find it at starwars.com slash news slash Star Wars The Clone Wars. And yeah, it's it's how we're doing it. And so far, it's made a lot of sense. And that doesn't stop here. The next three episodes we watched were the Malevolence trilogy is what I'm going to call it. Uh, 102, 103, 104. Mm -hmm. yep. Cool. Rising this Malevolence. Is the story of a ship. This Something is the story of a ship. ship. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 the story of uh, it's really the story of Plo Koon, uh, arguably the sexiest of the Jedi. Um, <laughs> there we go. We actually Googled what he looked like underneath his mask. I no, you told me to Google like what the name of yeah, his, his alien race was. And then that led to a fact right under that that showed like, hey, this is what he looks like without his mask. This is why he wears the mask and the goggles. Mm -hmm. Got it. Wait. Oh, I <laughs> thought that that was like organic yeah i thought that at first too not i like when i was a kid i'm like okay I did, that sounded insulting gosh i moving on <laughs> uh, <laughs> i thought that was his face yeah I, I fully thought that that was his face there's tons of alien races in star wars that have like weird odd i don't, I don't think there's anything facial features. i don't think there's anything wrong okay. wrong with that it could have been like bone it didn't have to be metal i feel like you're judging yeah, her nerdy. Fair. yeah 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 I am judging her. I judge her often. <laughs> it's my right as her husband. Wow. <laughs> he has very few rights, the husband privileges. So I, I let him, you know. No, I'm just, I'm just surprised. Um, just because. Uh, yeah. I, especially, especially with, you know, the, the episode, this episode series where he like is able to go out into space with 
like he it's 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 his mask right like it, it is how he oh, I just thought I it might have been like cool. the race was like cool with you know no atmosphere I was like well maybe it's that I didn't know if it was actually the mask there I thought it was the force because Leia survived so I just figured he was like I can hold oh. off the pressure with Worse for, oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Well, yeah. we know that, that Jedi can just yeah. survive in space, so yeah, they can. All right, so let's talk about this episode <laughs> rather than just this random small tangent. <laughs> uh, so, rising malevolence. Uh, so, yeah. there is a ship that General Grievous is in charge of, and Count Dooku's on it too. He is at the, yeah. at the time, yes, yes. And they keep talking about how this ship is taking out any of their battalions, and you know. Nobody is surviving from them. Therefore, they have no idea what's doing it. Yep. They know it's something bad. They know it's a weapon. Everybody's concerned about it. It's like 12 different ships have gone down. So this is the first, you know, group that goes in. They We show up and there's, you know, Cloplune and his ship and there's a ion blast, right? It's, it's basically just ion a giant EMP. Ion cannon. It's basically ion just a cannon. giant EMP yeah. blast. Yeah. Yeah. And so it powers down the ship. And so they have nothing they can use they're pretty much just like left there and then the big ship malevolence just shoots it and malevolently it, just shreds them yeah. yeah boom yeah yeah and so they yeah, get an escape pod what, yeah. what's what's so scary about emps and what you know this is like a real life thing is I, I think that we have a lot of stories about how like emp and then we have to like oh we have to get everything back online but that's not really how emps work emps actually um they, they destroy the wiring completely like if mm-hmm. an emp were to be dropped in a city there is no recovery you have to rebuild the systems yeah right? and so the ship is basically dead Useless. in the water yeah you once know. it's hit you are done for and- it's not a like flip the breaker situation it is a like well get to the escape pods hope that they haven't been previously powered up because if they're not previously powered up the ionizing they won't be ionized right mm-hmm. and so thankfully they're not and they get to the escape pods and uh Plo Koon, and his um his three little uh, his friends get in that escape pod and they just they're they're floating and there's a lot of floating in this episode. There is, yeah, yeah. It's float heavy. A lot of, yeah, it, it is float heavy. Yes, uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll get to the Anakin at all. But uh, in last week we were talking about how the the blaster fire gets really random and like sometimes oh. you're like, how can you not aim? Oh man. It's, what the 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 droids are you know the the whole thing about the malevolence is that the republic is not aware of how it works yet they're not aware of the eye and cannon they're trying to keep it a secret uh-huh. and so they send out these droid hunters to kill the clones and apparently clone suits can survive in outer space yeah that's news not to me. really sure but not for because- long they did say it was like a very brief period of time it protects them from the pressurization for a bit yes yeah, yeah. um so the the clones so basically like there are these droid hunters who are just regular B1 battle droids with jetpacks um, who go out to kill everyone in their um, pods. And they're, they're successful. They kill a couple of pods and the Plo is like, let's take the fight to them. Mm-hmm. And then they are they airing at each other in outer space with nothing in between them, just shooting at each other for like the half a, of the episode. A long time. Just not connecting. Yeah, I was... Yeah. I, I I don't want to nitpick, but yeah, I was thrown off by that. I was just like, wait, what is happening? I was like, what excuse are we using of why no one's hitting each other right now? Like, well, no one. The, the, the clones are even like, I can't get a shot. I was like, wait, like, it's, why? it's, it's right they're there. Like feet away from you. They're barely <laughs> behind any cover. Like, it's not like there's any force acting upon them that is forcing them to like aim. There's no gravity to work against. There's no forces. They're floating in space. They are free to aim in whatever direction they want. Yeah. 
And there and seems so to be utterly baffling. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be no kickback from their weapons either. So it's not like they're shooting and then like flying back or anything. So like, it doesn't not that it matter. Confusing. There should be kickback, right? There, there should be, but <laughs> it's fine. Oh. Yeah, it was that part right. was weird. It leads up to the her. fun of Plo Koon using the force to launch a clone through space to, to get behind the to get them very close. They have to be like, apparently they have to be like right here. Like you can't see me if you're listening to this podcast, but like just a foot away from the droid. Okay, now I can hit them for some reason. And now we're good. And he hit and then yeah. when he got him that close, he like hit them all like just oh, yeah. pew, 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 done. Cool. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> And also, at, like once once the ship is damaged enough that the oxygen starts leaking out, then Plo Koon cuts the thing. I, I I'm saw like, you that. Cut those so much earlier. I saw that. I was like, wait, why did you wait to cut off the clamps? Like they were clearly um, to the upper left, right, below you, left and right, and yeah. you could have done it at any time. I also was like a little confused as to why they like were like staying on top of the ship, like waiting for somebody to get them when they had that ship right there that probably had oxygen, like the droid one i don't think it did because the droids don't need any oxygen so i highly yeah, doubt the droids, there's no okay. interior they're just right? sitting on top of it oh they that, were it's okay, an exterior it. no it's an exterior ship that makes sense. It, there's literally no interior to that thing what you saw like it being like a clamp basically that's pretty much all it is i thought it was like a little pod in there or something no, oh. no. and it gets it, the, the whole episode gets funny too because basically the other uh, the, the the b plot of this is that anakin and Ahsoka are basically told not to go try and find survivors. Yep. Um, after Plo Koon's armada is blown up. And so of then... Course they do. Of course they do. <laughs> well, Ahsoka's um, the one that's like trying to push for it too. And Anakin's like, no, no, we have to listen to the council. Well... Which is a weird moment. Well, no, but then no, he, he... He says that in front of the council. In front I know, of the I know. We are but, going to follow orders. And he's like, Ahsoka, shut up. Yeah, well, basically. It, but like, now's not the... We, we have to do... We have to ask for permission later. Don't ask them oh in front of them. God. They'll say no. Ask, yeah, for, for, like, ask for forgiveness, basically, is his... His way. It, well, and he was like, he's like, we're gonna still like go to where we need to go. It's just like your Uber driver taking the long way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're like, well, we exactly. Yeah, like right. our big ship's still back there. We're just we just have this weird detour we had to go to. It just happens to be over there. Like, but <laughs> you know, they took the junker from the movie, and I'm like, that's what, what I said. She told me it wasn't the junker. They did take it from the, the movie. From the movie. That's no, what because I said. it was crashed though. The junker was crashed on Tatooine. No, I mean they like had like a rough landing, but it is the it, it oh, looks at the, the very same. least it is the same model. It's ship. the same model, but I think they crashed that ship. I don't think it's salvageable because you saw the Jawas going after it immediately that's after the movie. True, they were going to pick true. that clean. That's true. They were. They wouldn't I don't understand why they don't have like a Republic ship though. Like there's oh, so I agree. They're gonna have and Anakin's just like you know what I really like that piece of crap. Let's rebuild we, it. Let's rebuild it. <laughs> let's go buy the parts from the Jawas. Yeah, and they just had Quill come and rebuild his ship overnight. No, no, that was his like off time project, you know. Oh, That's that was his. Line. That yeah. was his hot rod in the garage, but it wasn't really a hot rod. It was just like this old crappy car that he's like, "I'm gonna like rebuild an old crappy car." Honda Civic from mm -hmm. like '88 or something. '88. <laughs> there you go. I like. If your dad is currently rebuilding a Honda Civic. <laughs> Call a therapist. <laughs> a Honda this, Civic? This, not a classic car, that'd be sad. Game, but I would recommend betterhelp.com. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. I feel like we've offended a lot of people in a short span of time here. Anyways. Look, if, your, if your lifelong dream is to rebuild a Honda Civic. I went, maybe 88 is a good year. I, I don't know anything about cars. 88 <laughs> was just a bad year in general. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't alive yet, so it wasn't great. Oh my gosh. Okay, we are moving on. <laughs> no, so so Anakin Anakin and Ahsoka they they take the junker, they get there and then the, 
And then they kind of have a maybe signal and they don't know where the signal is coming from until it's perfectly convenient to save them in the nick of time. Yeah, Nuri told me the force wasn't a GPS, but all of a sudden Ahsoka uses like the GPS, right? Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, no, she absolutely does. Thank you. Also, they have a signal that they're locked (laughs) onto for forever and they're in space where there is nothing else going on. Yeah, what the heck? And there are blaster bolts firing, and I'm like, what about the explosion? Do you remember there's when they? Yeah. There's explosions. There's a blaster fire. There's a lightsaber being swung around. I'm like, you guys are in, like, look <laughs> around. Just look for the light, guys. I'm not gonna lie. When when they blew up the droid ship, I literally thought the next cut to them would be. Did you see that explosion? And they were gonna go straight yeah. to it. Like I legitimately thought this would happen. And then we get to them, and they're like, Yeah, well, still can't find them. I'm like, What are you? T- about you guys are the worst people like you you're well, so bad at this but also the 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 at no point are they like they're jamming our communications right and so the they get this they get the message from anakin or or from ahsoka and wolf yes. the the clone in the thing is like it's ahsoka sir and i'm like so send a message back you clearly have communications but no. then they don't okay i I think that's because they were literally being clamped as that was happening and the ship with the pod was shutting down and so like he I said like that they keep the power. communications going is pretty much what he said just like keep it going is all he asked for but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it was like all powering down so they're like rerouting all the power to specifically to that at least Whatever. that's what I got I'm, I'm focused these, on the GPS force that nerdy told me is people, not a thing these, these clones all have communicators in their wrists true Wait, just, they, wouldn't they, wait, wait, wouldn't the EMP have actually taken that out, though? Seriously, I'm, it's a serious question. Yeah, I mean, if it was powered up, yeah, it would have. Okay. If it, yeah, I, but but then so it also would have taken out the life support systems in the clone suits, right? So for sure. If so they wouldn't be able to go in space. Then. Yeah, so like it, it's, it is selective at what works and what doesn't. 100%. This is just one of those episodes where like. Just roll with it. Like, it's okay. weirdly not a filler episode, but there's a lot of filler in this episode that yeah. is just like Ahsoka and Anakin will spend the next. 45 seconds being like can't see anything we might have to go back and like we know you're not going back nobody yeah. thinks that you're going back Plakoon is not going to die in this episode because we know he lives yeah because we've seen him in the movie stop playing with this like oh what's gonna happen yeah it's like just find him they're in space you have the signal how can you not find them yeah until so because like he's alive we and then we get the you know, I, we, I love that we get the like that classic R2-D2 scream. Oh, I did too. She said the exact same thing. I was like, I love an episode with, you know, an R2 scream. I was like, I it's always a good day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, we did get the mention of Ahsoka being like, you know, this is how I know Plo Koon. Plo Koon was the yeah. person that brought me to the temple. So, like, that's the origination of their friendship, which I was like, oh, that's a cool little point. Can we yeah. talk about, though, how she says... He's the one who brought me to the temple where I belong. Well, and I was like, yeah, oh, I was surprised like by cult. that. They sound like a cult. The Jedi are a cult. That's that is very. He's the one who knowledge. kidnapped me when I was five and indoctrinated me into believing I should be a monk for the rest of my life. <laughs> <sighs> well, we love Star Wars. Uh, we really do. And <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. it's the like Jedi have flaws. It's like you That's can't okay. think about Pokemon too hard. You know, yeah, what yeah, I, mean? yeah, yeah. I was going like, to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, lit, the, the flames that come out of Lit Leo's mouth are hotter than the surface of the sun? That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> hey, sure. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things where you just you can't think about it too hard. And yeah. this episode is definitely 
one of those things but yeah. uh, it's fun though Plo- it Clone, fun. Plo- clone's great and like the clones the clones that we have in this episode are all solid and you know yeah, the introduction and- of the malevolence is is a fun like big bad i i kind of wish mm-hmm. it was like a season ender it, it, i yeah. understand why they started the season with it because they're like we got it we got to go strong after that yoda episode that just is kind of random yeah but um you know it, this does feel like it could have been a bigger enemy uh at like the end of the season and there could have been like a bigger crescendo with it whereas it does kind of just become an anakin obi-wan Coon situation yeah yeah but um yeah but they are they do get rescued yeah well you, you know they're shocker. going to be is in the nick of time i and really they, they gosh go ahead no go ahead they find them they get them in the ship there's a little medical droid it is the upgrade from the movie version because the movie version had the hollow it's not a, it's not a hologram they have that real droid which it bites them in the ass hard because uh grievous is back with the ship and they're scanning mm-hmm. and they turn everything off and then the medical uh. droid is like Oh, can I be of any assistance, sir? And they're like, <laughs> medical drive! <laughs> By the way, we forgot something! You you didn't... Yeah. You yeah. didn't, like, calm back, like, hey, guys, turn everything off. Because what yeah. if the clones turn their suits on? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It like, was. It's like Clara says. One of those. One of those episodes where they just don't think about it too hard. If you're, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're watching, especially as an adult for the first time, it's just one of those things. Just, just let just it be. Let it just kind of roll with the fun of it. I the my takeaway is I personally really like Plo Koon. I love seeing his character kind of fleshed out here, and they they establish pretty early on the dynamic between him and Ahsoka, which I, it does come to play later on. So like, yeah, it for, for me that was fun. The, the overall the episode though, yeah, like Nerdy said, I think it's a lot of filler for no reason. Uh, but the malevolence is an interesting plot point. Uh, but yeah, everything else. Oh, we do see like, once again clones brutally die. Um, in oh, yeah. space murder, ones that yeah. don't have helmets and they just immediately you know they die and we get to watch it happen too it's yeah, again rough children's show and this is technically episode two of release order so i'm just really glad that they didn't show how a person would actually die in space oh yeah me too like it's so much is... less violent than what reality is oh yeah 100%. Wars space is not our space. no no 100 it never has been there's gravity in space in star wars and there yeah. isn't gravity in real space and a yeah. lot of and sound, sound apparently. a lot of yeah. sound like lot everyone everyone's just yeah. talking out in there it's like no droids idea. straight up just speaking to each other oh yeah droids are hanging out there like it's like it's at a bar for droids they're yeah. just like yeah we can do whatever we want out here we're good i did i did one thing i really liked about the droids in this episode is that they're so sinister because they're so chipper and they're just having fun. And they're like, oh, we got some more. This is great. This is the best day to be a droid ever. And you're like, oh, you guys are so evil. Yeah. <laughs> Until they see a Jedi and they're like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. It's also the chase away from the Ion Cannon is, especially for like this early in the technology and the animation, the chase away from the Ion Cannon is really well realized. Yeah. It's beautiful. And the Ion Cannon effect is actually that like yeah, purple ring great. is really beautiful. Yeah. And I yeah. was like at the point, like, uh, because we're talking about this whole like story as a whole, but I was like, I'm gonna take this thing out. Like, yeah. I was legitimately like, this, like that is a powerful weapon in mm-hmm. the hands of bad people. I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do about that. Yeah, the real question is, why does this weapon never come back in seven seasons? I was yeah, wondering, make it. I was wondering that. And on top of that, if you've noticed, if you've watched Revenge of the Sith, the, the ship is still looks exactly like the same one that. Grievous is using in Revenge of the Sith. So it's the exact question of, wait, why didn't you just... Put- it, is, it is a different ship. It is a much okay. smaller ship. They made the bridge yeah. look like 
almost the same. So I was yeah, like, so it's the same. It's the same like design, but it's a lot bigger. The mullet okay. is a lot larger than the. That makes sense. That makes more sense now. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Grievous has a aesthetic he needs at all times. Yeah. Well, like, but I mean, it's the same with like the Star Destroyers, <laughs> right? Like all the Star Destroyers in the original trilogy are the same starter, the same like shape, but yeah, then yeah, they yeah. just get bigger, right? Until Vader's, which is Vader's, is just Massive. unreasonably large. It just yeah. makes no sense. Compensating. Yeah. Um, all right, and so that's pretty much it for that episode, right? That's uh, yeah, that that's, wraps it up. There's yeah. the gist. I mean, I, they I, obviously I, escape. They get into hyperspace. They go through the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need R two to do, go to hyperspace, but he's turned off. And I thought that was a good joke. Yeah, that was a good joke. Actually, yeah. that wasn't bad. Yeah. You turned him off. Oh, <laughs> I like that Paul Coon was the first one to get to it as those two were just bickering about it. Yeah. 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 They're, they're, they do bicker like siblings, which is always what I love about the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we have. Yeah, but they get away. Yeah, they get away. and We have Shadow of Malevolence. Yep. Yes. Shadow of it in space. <laughs> <laughs> we find out the big plan here. Count Dooku sends the Malevolence on a path to destroy a uh, medical um, station. Um, 60,000 wounded clones on board. Yeah. Um, oh, and Jesus. yeah, and it's it just happens to be close to Naboo. So we get our good old buddy. Um, uh, our buddy. Bail Organa's there. He's, He's like back. ready. He's he, Bail Organa pops up like so much in the show. Did not expect that. I'm not yeah. either. Did not expect They him. really wanted to establish slash flesh out this character that becomes Leia's dad, I feel like. They, they they wanted you to learn more about him as a person and character for some reason, which is interesting. And his relationship with Padme, right? Like him, his relationship right. with Padme is so important because they want to establish that Leia was raised by a family friend. Like yeah. loved her even before she was born because not, of his yeah. relationship to yeah. Padme. Yeah, not just some stranger. Them. They want to make you feel the things before he dies when Alderaan is exploded. Yeah, but also you have Jimmy Smits, right? Like Jimmy Smits is Jimmy Smits. And when you got Jimmy Smits, you used like, okay. you know, he's he he's the president of the United States of America. <laughs> um, and oh, that's a I missed that election. Yeah, it's from the West Wing season five. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. gotcha. I missed yeah, that I election. definitely missed that one then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, Jimmy Smith was for president in uh, the West Wing, and he's just, he's amazing. And every time I watch that season, I'm like, I would vote for Bail Organa. Like, Nerdy, it's not Bail Organa. Vote for Bail Organa. Yeah, yeah. I'd vote for him. He's a good leader. I love that. Yeah. Um, but no, so Jimmy Smith is there, and he, sorry, Bail Organa is there, <laughs> and he's like, we're going to try to evacuate them, but we can't. And they're like, crap, what do we do? And we get my favorite thing in Star Wars, just, just the best, which is when they're like, well, General Grievous is going to have to pass around a bunch of star systems, so the fastest that he can get there is in tw is in ten parsecs. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a shortcut so that we go less distance, so that we get there at the same time. Yep. And I the 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 way that they use parsecs and hyperspace lanes in Star Wars has never once made sense to me, and yet I love it to this day. I don't think it makes sense to anyone. <laughs> I think that's no. the point of it. No, but I still love it for some reason. It doesn't make sense, but I still love it. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, because. Yeah. The speed the ship go like if you go ten parsecs at hyperspace around the nebula, you should still get there faster than the ships that go through the nebula at sublight speed. Yeah, and yet they're like, oh, it's a shortcut. Yep. Uh, there's a uh, there's a bunch of whales. Well, and it, it leans into the, the, <laughs> the, the like manta Han rays. Solo, right? I feel like, like. Th th there is a tradition <laughs> in Star Wars of this kind of storytelling, and they like to lean into it, and I appreciate that. Sure, and mm -hmm. space whales. 
And also the prototype <laughs> Y This was kind of this was the first time we get those prototype Y wings in anything. Yeah. Um, and as a, oh, a, yeah. a lifelong lover of the Y wing, uh, same. It's such a beautiful ship, and so to see the like prototype, the Republic version when they had money, when they were like clean and like nice, yeah, uh, and had all their parts. Yeah. They're pretty bombs. Ships. Yeah. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're called, and for those that are scratching their heads, the Y wings are. They're bombers, so she said they're... I, I, I hate it here. All right. I, he, nerdy I, left. Yeah, he's, wow. he's done. He's that's done. That's fine. Um, that's okay. We, we know he's just going to like everything anyways. Yeah, that's true. We have <laughs> we have Clarus the Wise. It's all right. He's back. He's back, friends. He's back. Sorry, what happened? Oh, we only said good things. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, only good things. Only good things. Only, yeah, only good things. things. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Anakin is like, I've got a plan. We're going to take some bombers, uh, and we're going to go through the nebula. And they're like, Anakin, if you lose even one bomber... You're gonna lose, I guess. It's well, gonna reduced... be much harder to win. Yes, which is like saying okay. uh, the more points scored against us from by the other team means we have to score more points. So you know, <laughs> less chances of us winning if we let them score any points. So, so it's a very similar analogy. Well, but but it's the idea yeah. that like I guess the idea is that you can they, they've calculated how much damage you can do in a single run and they know how much health the ship has it just it felt very video gaming oh I was just thinking yeah, like, it felt like a video game you need this number of bombs to land at this time or else the Dark Souls boss will kill you and you're gonna have to go back to the site of grace and come back do it again right? or the Elite Four yeah the odds of yeah, yeah. you know that move hitting you and well, no, if you lose to the Elite Four then you have to go back to the beginning of the game that's how well first you cry then you yeah, go yeah. back to the beginning of the game. You would For know. Hundred percent, hundred percent. For those of you who don't understand, uh, I, I'm a I'm a hardcore Twitch streamer uh, <laughs> who likes to show his emotions on stream, and I'm being made fun of for it. Um, my fellow co- podcasters are bullying me. Wow. And I would like wow. that noted for the record. Yeah, wow. I, I'm 100% bullying. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Anakin has this plan, and Placoon's like, like, this plan's insane. I'm coming to. Yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> Let's roll. And Ahsoka's I, like, I already because... have a ship ready for you. It's fine. We knew you were going to come with. Yeah. Well, but yeah. like, Plokun is coming as fighter support, which is not what they need. And also, like, he the reason he's coming is so that he can tell them about the mantises in the nebula too late. Yeah. 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 Like, You'd think that they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're going through this nebula. And Plokun would be like, oh, that's where the mantises are. But yeah. he, they're, they're already in the nebula. And Anakin's like, oh, yeah, we're going through here. And he's like, wait, the place we're in? That's where the mantises are. And well, like, I don't think it was the nebula. He said it was this route that he'd heard about on Tatooine. And he was like, I don't remember what the route was called. And mm-hmm. that's when they realized, you know, this is the route that has the giant, you know, mantis rays. <laughs> Bandis way like, rail whale things. Use yeah. this information five minutes earlier. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe part of the plan, the like been like, yeah, we're gonna take this route through the nebula cloud, and that would have saved like a lot of headaches there. Yeah. Also, for them being so large, there was really no attack other than like matchstick got hit slightly. That's actually no, like ma- a common thing in Star Wars with the giant uh, space species is that they're not very aggressive towards small ships because they kind of ignore them. Um, the danger is just being around them because they move so because they're so large. So like running into them is a danger, but they're not really trying to kill you because you're not really like what they're after. Right? You're not worth, you know, they don't even notice yeah. you. They're like, I don't care. I'm- it is kind of right. random because like, you know, we have all these species for all of Star Wars. And then we've just got like these random monsters that just exist. Just lawless. Can't talk to anybody. They're just they're just out there. Well, yeah. 
Just you wait. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you think that. Okay. But... And like, if you like giant-sized creatures in Star Wars, watch the animated shows. Yeah. We like our kaijus. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to the first one, though, right? Like, uh, the Dianoga in the trash compactor is just a weird trash compactor monster that True. lives in the trash compactor. And according to us, uh, the I think it's the a certain point of uh, from a certain point of view book. Yeah, it is more sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, it started in the original trilogy. I mean, you but we didn't even how, like we should have questioned that more. How does this big alien trash monster thing get on? You know, how does it get there? Like no one ever questioned that really. Yeah. And just so, yeah. So it yeah, started maybe, a long time maybe ago. Maybe he's not big when he's a baby. Maybe it was a tiny trash compactor monster. I, I think he became big later. Yeah. Maybe so it, that's what it is. Starts as a single cell organism so, and just. So Gross. not not exact like uh, exactly how it's described, but that's basically what they say is it essentially started out as something small that got onto one of the um, like trash things and like got into there and then mm-hmm. it grew what was in there. It's basically what like what they say. And, you know, yeah. right, right, right. And then they say that it's force sensitive and he lets Luke go because he recognizes that he can use the force. It wasn't because the trash compactor was, you know, yeah. yeah. About to. Anyways. Um, <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah. So the. They, they 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 fly around the whales, not the whales. These ones aren't the whales. We'll get to the whales. Mm. Later, <laughs> these are the mantis rays. Right. Sorry. I'm a sound for that. Not, not space whales. Yeah, and uh, that's that's kind of the episode. It's like they it's, yeah they they win. They take out the thing. <laughs> no, they don't get there. What? No, that's the, they fight it in the next episode, don't they? No. No. Shadow they start destroy. No, they fight in, you're right. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah we have more. Yeah. So so they get there and. We have match, what match, match, matchstick. what matchstick, who's matchstick, got like matchstick. a, you know, it's foreshadowing. He, his wing is uh, not doing so hot. And Flo Koon asks him, "Hey, you doing okay back there?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, it's fine. I'll just, I'm just trying to push it." I'm like, "Wait, you have nothing to do with whether that ship like continues yeah, forward saying, or not." I'm keeping it together. I was like, like "Wait, how? That that's in your control." He's like holding, yeah, like, <laughs> he's just like undoing scotch tape, just like, God damn it. <laughs> And then then blows up. Yeah. And then blows somebody else up. Yeah. But like it also like calls back to Anakin's decision making of him being a bit reckless. I think that's kind of what where the I feel like that's part of what they were trying to because Plo Koon was basically educating Anakin on that. He's like, you know, well, not well, right? He was like, if you lose one, you know, our chances decrease. (laughs) But it was kind of foreshadowing of like, you know, maybe should have let him kind of like go on his own and kind of limp back to the fleet and let us go because one straggler can then what we lost how many ships he fell but at the same time th- that's not an option right like right. anakin's plan is the only reason the medical ship will survives. like survive true yeah. by the way so how could the like, medical ship like this this big the station have zero zero protection there's no one guarding this thing Find yeah, that there's shields, but there's like the when the power. But I mean, up, like has no, no real other ships protecting it. It's only transports that they're like trying to get the heck out of there. Because the idea is that if you put a bunch, if you put a fleet there, people will think it's a military base. Mm. But if it's just a star, the star base, right? Uh, okay, there's like a weird star base above Naboo. That that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's fair. And so it's it's like hiding it by not protecting it. And making people think that it's just a random thing yeah. as opposed to, oh, look, hey, that is a very important military installation. Yeah, yeah. It has a fleet around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that was kind of the idea there. Also, speaking of, Nab- work. speaking of Naboo, I just realized in the episode, they're like, yeah, so the Naboo, are, uh, they're sending some, sh- some ships to come help. And I just realized I don't think I ever saw them. 
I mean, they yeah, did say like fifty percent. The yeah. Oh, there's just the transports. I thought they were sending yeah. like fighters when they said that. I was thinking they're sending. No, no, no. Fighters they're literally sending transports. Ah, uh, okay. They're that makes more sense. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. That makes more sense. Yeah. I was just because Naboo only fighters. has you know a, a small fleet of N one starships, right? They they don't have yeah. any sort of like real military fleet there. Yeah. Um, but the fight's really cool. I, I liked the I liked the it, visually it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And there's a lot of that in this where the, the the visualization of some of the fights versus what they're saying is a little weird. But they're they're like, we're not all gonna make it to the bridge, so let's we have to attack the cannon instead, which is Plokun's idea. Or no, it's Ahsoka's idea to have a different idea, then Plokun comes up with the idea. Yeah. But then in order to do that, they all fly around the bridge to come back for a second pass. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like you could have attacked the bridge while you were there. It feels like you made it. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, they take out this weapon, the MP thing, yeah. and we never see that again, essentially, in this, like, an ending. Well, we see ion cannons, right. obviously. Like, Nothing to this magnitude. Has an ion cannon, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, we never see the, like, the the sphincter ion cannon ever again. I... <laughs> Yeah. That's not a dirty No, I word. didn't say it was. I just thought it was funny the way you described it. <laughs> I can it looks like I'm, a sphincter. I can laugh at the things you say. You have a sphincter at the top of your stomach. And the bottom. And the bottom. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. A lot of people don't know that. Three sphincters in your body. All right. So they they divert the plan. They take it out. And, it you know, it wraps up with them heading back and Obi-Wan being like, all right, I got this. You guys go rest up or whatever. And. That was it. Now they're chasing yeah. them. Well, it, well, no, but in, in the medical system, Anakin Anakin has learned the lesson to be mindful of the, his losses. Yes. But, while, but acknowledging that his plan was right, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, that he's in war. It's not like he he gets to choose between, like, always right and always wrong choices. Yep. Yeah. It's always going to be in the middle. And it's about, you know, in those moments, you have to respect and, and, and honor the dead while also acknowledging that, like, their sacrifice saved a lot of you know totally defenseless people yep yeah and i think that he learns the he, i think he just learns the right lesson from this yeah i think so too 100 yeah um and then of course since we're near naboo who has to show up that's the next episode gosh why why is it that uh, i love padme and i i also love her in you know this show eventually and this is destroy malevolence the episode mm -hmm. 104 uh season mm -hmm. one episode four but once again just like the movie she's just like, oh, by the way, throws the <laughs> throws the proverbial like ship football. Also, I love how she gets out there, which is like, well, Senator Palpatine, you know, told me. I was like, I, I didn't time to no one question why this man keeps getting things that go so terribly wrong as like sending people to a, in the middle of a fight. Like yeah. I, it happens yeah. once. Sure. But like he keeps doing things like this and like no one questions it at any point in time. Yeah, like I feel like that like misinformation would have like a consequence, but I'm sure it doesn't. I'm it's sure not it's... misinformation though. She's on a mission. Yeah, but it was he, a secret mission says, too. Like the but bank he treaty. says this is where to go, right? And then she shows up and she was like, This isn't what I was told. This is a battlefield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she even said, like, clearly, like we were tricked. And I was like, Well, gee, I wonder who it could be. <laughs> well, but what's weird about it is that like the oh, General God. Grievous isn't supposed to be there. Like his mission so like Palpatine had like a backup plan in case General Grievous ran away from the medical installation in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. Wait, no, is Dooku still there? No, Dooku's no, Dooku's no. Dooku, Dooku left. actually left uh, in I think still episode 102 with Rising. He actually left halfway yeah. through the episode because you see him on the ship and then a 
um, a hologram that. message. So yeah, he uh, he yeah, knew yeah. to get out of Dodge pretty quick. And one thing that yeah. they mentioned in the the third or the second episode was, um, you know, he was like the the Jedi have such an attachment to these clones. And like, you know, that's going to be their downfall. So like attacking these medical ships, you know, they're not going to be able to do much. We're going to you know take them out and everybody else, which I thought was interesting after we've, you know, said, hey, these people think they're expendable. And we've also seen in these past few episodes that we've watched, like how many of these Jedis really do care about these clones. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that on top of that, but he's comparing it to General Grievous who punches the head off, off of a of droid. Dro- I'm yeah. like, yeah, the Jedi aren't punching the heads off the clone troopers. Yeah, that'd be messed up. I mean, yeah. there's a big difference on how we feel about our soldiers here. Kidding. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, thankfully we know that they can just like um, attach the head on again and then R2-D2 can go zip zop and it's done. You know what I mean? We give a C-3- uh, C-3- C-3PO's head on there too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you can just fit any droid head on any droid body. It's uh, it's magic. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like one of those like uh, I don't remember. It's like a Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. Take yeah, a piece yeah. off and yeah, put yeah. it on wherever you need to. I was about to make a joke from a D and D stream that I did, and I can't make that on this podcast because Jeffers will go. <laughs> um, wow. So they uh, yeah. So Obi Wan is fully chasing the malevolence, uh, <laughs> and a- Anakin gets involved because they find out that Padme has been tractor beamed onto the ship. Because of course she has. Of course. And mm-hmm. uh, who's with her? But good old C-3PO. And so Anakin and Obi-Wan's brilliant plan is to just fly onto the ship. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's it. They're like, oh, it's, it's a kind of on fire. They might not even notice. Whoa, whoa. And then they don't. Let's be clear. It's not their idea. Obi-Wan was like, hey, what's your idea? And he explains it. So you're like, you mean we're just going to go to the ship, hope they don't see us dock, and then just get on the ship. He's like, yeah. Great plan. Is there a plan B? And he's like, nope, there's only I'm, plan A. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm working on it. I'll have a plan B in a second. I'm like, no, is you this, won't. Is this the one with the um, firefighter droids? Yes. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> they don't know how to use their own hoses. Like, they're they're painted to have one purpose, and yeah. then they're incapable of holding okay, the water hose. One thing and I was it, like, what? It made me think of whenever he, like, was going around. I was like, this is, like, a not cute version of the Wally. You know, scene where they're using a fire extinguisher, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I like looked it up, and apparently Wally came out in t- 2008, same year as as this season. So I was like, we've got oh you know God. two two different versions of this. There's Eve and mm. Wally, and then there's this of these droids. Yeah, I'm still in the <laughs> camp that I just love the comedy that is used for the 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 battle droids. It's 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 perfect, especially for kids show. But even for me, I'm st- I was literally laughing out loud a couple times just how silly it was. Yeah, I I, I like this episode a lot. But it is very silly. I, I oh, know a lot is. of season one stuff is, and I, I'm gonna like like pick at little things like this throughout season one. But um, the the train system within the malevolence, oh my god, is built for comedy. Oh yeah, in, yeah, like, yeah, such a hilarious way where like the way that things are passing and the way the trains just will randomly turn, yeah, for no seeming reason. I was like, oh, this they this is like designed to be a comedic set. And then mm-hmm. of course it is. And yeah. C3PO of course goes off and everyone has to go save C3PO. <laughs> yeah. And like it just becomes like a like um like a 39 steps kind of like farce where it's like who's behind what door. Yeah. Um, yes. And and it it's it, it, it ends up being a lot of fun. Like this episode really does play into the sort of camp of the the 1930s serial. And mm-hmm. you know, the, the what what can be really silly about Star Wars is 
these fights and Obi-Wan being, you know, confronted by all of these droids. I talked in the last episode about how like Grandmaster D like goes down to like a small platoon of droids. Whereas this time Obi-Wan is up against three droid cause General Grievous and this whole army of droids by himself. And he just kind of like dances around and he just bowls. Around and his- he bowls. He bowls. No, he bowls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she called it when we were watching it. She's like, oh, he's going like, bowling. I was like, look at all these pins falling. I mean, droids, whatever they are. Does and that work the against the Dredicas in any other scenario? No, no. This is the only time yeah. when you see it. Honestly, it was great. I loved is, it. <laughs> and, then, and then the battle droid is like, that was impressive. <laughs> he yeah. punches him off the Yeah, thing. that was pretty funny. I thought that was hilarious. Also, I love the callback to Revenge of the Sith when Obi-Wan drops yeah. down and he goes, hello there. And But yeah. this time it was it was Grievous who says that. Yeah. And he actually does both lines. He goes, hello there, General Kenobi. And like, I love yeah. that that sets it up for later. I just think that's funny. Yeah. I mean, there was like a, yeah. you're, nice. you're my only hope in here. At some oh, there point. was. There, there was, was you're my only hope. There was a lot of callbacks yeah. to, the, to the movie. I think there was like three in total. It makes sense as the first season that they would like kind of like link all that just oh, kind of for fun. And there's a droid that says, I have got a bad feeling about this. Oh, yeah, yeah that's that true. It. That it's like third every thing. Star Wars saying happened in this one yeah. episode. So one thing I do want to address that I thought was interesting at the beginning of this episode is like, Yes, they could have taken out, you know, Grievous. They could have taken out this entire ship right away. And Padme even said, like, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice myself for this. And she of did. course, Anakin is the one that makes the call on this and is like, no, we're not blowing. And like, yeah, how is he? He's not the person that's technically in charge or the furthest person up the chain. And yet Obi-Wan's like, all right, I guess we're going to go save her. Yeah, that was weird to me. Obi-Wan and it was one knows. of those. It was one of those moments like he we were knows. just talking about in our previous episode. Like he's putting his own connection selfishly ahead of, you know, the overall cause for this war, Mm -hmm. like taking out Grievous, who's, you know, top droid person has taken out multiple Jedis that we'll see. And is also just like this major, major weapon. And we have them pinned and we're going to start putting people at risk now just for one person and one droid. That's a question of, you know, the the connections you have and like how close they are and how that you know really clouds your judgment i thought that was a interesting but subtle point yeah and yeah she she is one of she's probably one of the senators who is the jedi's greatest ally in the senate right yeah so i think that there there's definitely like i i don't want to say that some people are like more valuable than others but in like the, the the calculations of war there are some people who you go further for you know what i mean Right. Um, in terms of like that's a sen that is a planet senator that's and all and but, uh, aside from that that's Anakin's love right and so I think that he's gonna fight tooth and nail I also think that like they Anakin and Obi Wan are so cocksure that they can kind of get away with it <laughs> oh yeah as soon as they're like we can do this right as soon as one of them looks at the other and says that they're gonna give it a shot yeah yeah. yeah. And I love that dynamic with those two. They just, Man. when they're together, they're like, yeah, it's, with the two of us, we can pretty much do anything. Like, we can pull off just about anything. But, like, I, mean, I, think, much- I think Claude is right, though. When, you, you know, even Anakin said it himself. If we take out Grievous, he said in the last episode, mm-hmm. then this war will be ended a lot sooner. Like, and so, like, he, he, he does pick, you know, like Nerdy kind of pointed out, selfishly, you know, that's why he kind of crosses the line. He selfishly picks up you know, his own desire over the greater good or like what should be done. To be and fair, I would choose Natalie Portman over most things. So. <laughs> that's fair. That's, but that's it's fair. surprising to me that there wasn't even a conversation between the Jedi. It was just like immediately Anakin was like, we're going to save her. There's nothing else. Like yeah, there was I, no negotiation. There was no like, 
how, you know, she's a really important senator. There's none of that. Everyone's just like, yep, Anakin made the decision. We're all good with it. Like, well, I mean, it was just think, it was just Anakin and Obi-Wan, right? I mean, like well, there was also that's, uh, that's the danger of them being generals, though, right? Like if you're going to allow them to be generals, they have to be in command. But right? here's and the thing. That's, that's Anakin, the sh- a- Anakin, like radios in uh, for what to do next in like so many other situations that we've literally seen like like the council will give him orders and whether or not he follows them obviously is like different yeah. but there's they don't they don't they don't like converse with with any of their higher ups they're like eh. they, they are generals though and this this is kind of you know they don't really have time to go the clone wars is yeah. that their their hierarchy is not top down their hierarchy is council based right and so they're like two votes yes two votes yes let's go but yeah. but really like yeah i guess the, so the jedi council is asked on like strategic stuff and the jedi council can tell them what to do but at the end of the day they are generals they have command over their 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 the people under their command mm-hmm. and there's going to be a lot of times in the show where it's like well who told them to do that no one that that was their decision and there is some freedom built into the structure of this army that they trust that the Jedi are going, that their fellow Jedi are going to make the right calls. And in this case, they do, right? They do destroy the ship and they do save Padme Amidala. And without yeah. Padme Amidala, we don't get Luke. So like, you know, well, and also, be saved. and also like, it's different. Like, I understand what Claros is saying about the whole council decision, but when you're in the middle of a, a battle and it's like a decision has to be made there. Like you don't have time to call up the council and be like, hey, so what should we do? But when but when you've seen like a lull and nothing's technically going on, they do talk to the council usually. But in that moment, that's like, all right, it's 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 Obi-Wan and Anakin. It's their decision. It's their call. Boom. And then like like Nerdy said, they're very sure of themselves. They're like, yeah, we can do this. No problem. And they do. Yeah. They don't have time, really. Right? No, like they don't. By the time they explain the the situation, it's already over. You've lost a half hour. Right? Yeah. Connecting. Yeah. Yeah, connecting. <laughs> got to make the call. Long distance. You got to check your audio levels. Is the roadcaster on? Yeah. Plug yeah. in the mic. Have yeah. you noticed that everybody on the enemy side can jam transmissions, but no one on the, <laughs> the Republic side has yeah. figured that out for yeah. the for the enemy ships? And yep. they've like gotten messages. Yeah. They can do yeah. all that. I'm like, what is it with you guys not keeping up with your communication skills or networking yeah. skills? It seems like it's a bit of a burden for you guys. Gr- Grievous has uh, Dooku on video call the entire time yeah, this is going on. He's like, just his like, Zoom yeah. is ready to go. You know, he's yeah, got yeah. 5G in that. Like, we're, even, yeah, even if we don't have hyperdrive, we got 5G to Dooku. All right. Well, well, I think that it's that General Grievous is triple vaxxed. And so he's fine. <laughs> uh, whereas the Jedi, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're exploring their own options. They're doing their own research. Oh, my uh, gosh. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Moving on. So, so we have an alternate forms of medicine. Oh, gosh. So we have some basically we have some cheesy moments throughout this, you know, like Anakin and Padme on the train. And their moment alone is when, you know, C-3PO and Obi-Wan go two different directions and are like, you know, they almost kiss, man. They, they almost, almost do, and, and then they get a transmission. Like, you just wanted to get me alone. And I'm like, really, really? Oh, I mean, he was joking, you... but I yeah, mean, he's still... flirting. It's flirting. Plenty he's joking. Romantic. Yeah. No, I mean, it's better than <laughs> his, a lot of his other lines sometime. in the second movie. What? So I'll hey. give him that. <laughs> and and then you well, know, this is the beginning of that though. Like, Clarence brings up the romanticism of the second and third movies between those two characters. Yeah. The, the the horny level between Padme and Anakin is so much higher on the show than it ever is in the movie. Hundred percent. There we have more the, moments the of it. Tension between the two of them off the charts sometimes, and, and sometimes in a bad way. Like as we get closer to Vader, 
you know, you'll see like that, th- those moments can be twisted, but mm-hmm. um, is in the early seasons, there's a, there's a lot of Simu moments where you're like, God damn. Also just kiss faster. Like if they hadn't taken yeah, so yeah. long to kiss, they could have got like four or five in. To be yeah. fair, they're, <laughs> they're newlyweds that probably haven't seen each other very often. Like they spend a lot of time apart and then like, you think Ooh. you'd see that person. You're just that's like, you immediately want to suck face. Like that's not how that works. <laughs> when you're newlyweds, you're, you get it in. You know you what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay. And no, no, no. I meant the kiss. Come oh, on. Right, right, right. So dirty minded. <laughs> <laughs> so they get away, and Nerdy also pointed out, like Obi Wan knows, and we even get a line from Obi Wan where she's manning the guns and are like, she immediately knows what, where to go, and he's like, well, she seems familiar with the surroundings, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. which I thought was a great line. I think he does know like the entire time. I I think I, he plays he willful knows, ignorance. But he doesn't. I think that he, I think it's, I, I think he knows. I think he yeah. purposely he doesn't, doesn't confirm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, was it? Yeah. He is, he is, it's like willful ignorance. He is, yeah. like, he is actively choosing to not know. Yeah, he could, <laughs> he could find the, he could make the tiny leap to go find the little bit of evidence he would need, but he chooses yeah. basically not to. So that, that way he can claim like, yeah, I had no idea. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Cuz even in Revenge of the Sith, I don't think his I when she tells him when they have that conversation on the balcony, I don't think his reaction is like, "Wait, what?" No, it's his not. His like, "Yeah, he knows." I knew and I just didn't want to know and so I didn't, but like, yeah, I Now it's I, blowing I up know. my face. You know, yeah. it's, it's that mm-hmm. and it starts here, right? Like you see it throughout the entirety of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you said, he loves Anakin and the last thing he would want is for him to be expelled from the Jedi order or, you know, or push him away. And so it keeps well, there's secret. danger to that too, right? Like expelling Anakin is more than just like they need him. losing a friend. There, there is a danger in. I think that he's always been scared of Anakin a little bit, right? And like that, the the whole Jedi Order has been, and they've been using you know this this carrot approach with Anakin because there is a legitimate like concern about the the direction Anakin is going to go, and about the level of attachment in his life, and about the anger and fear and and that. And so I think that Obi-Wan's very aware of that. And I think that there's a lot, I think that, you know, that's why they pushed Ahsoka on Anakin, right? They're, they're trying to develop relationships for Anakin to have a healthy relationship with the light side of the force because he is more prevalent to go dark than other people are just based on their, you know, initial meeting with him and, and his initial tests. And I think that that is in a lot of the decision-making around Anakin throughout the series and why he has a longer leash, I think, than other Jedi do with the council. Yeah, plus he's the chosen one if that, you know, plays out the well, way they think it is. Well, but, but, prophecy. but they did. So they, they wanted that to be true. Yeah. And if they, uh, they want that to be true, they kind of need him around. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no war embossing say. Uh, <laughs> and that's pretty much, I mean, for the most part, was there anything else that was missing from that episode? They uh, saved C-3PO. They saved oh, C-3PO. Yeah. He changes the hyperdrive, like, yeah, so he, he knocks out some yeah. droids and then does that. And then they obviously escape. Same Can place I ask they did. Why you would have any terminal that a human could interface on that ship? Why does the ship not fly itself? Why do you need droids to fly a ship? Why That's a good the point. Ship fly itself? That's a good point. I yeah, never understood. I that. forgot they flew it into the, the moon. Do fly themselves. Yeah, the fighter do. ships are droids. Yeah, right? they 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 change like a basically a transformer essentially. Yeah, yeah. So like, right. why 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 I I, I don't know. No, no, no. But they questions flip. we will never get the answers to. They crash. Ship is destroyed, and they never build another one. No, they crash yeah. into the moon. So, yeah. Grievous unlike, tries to follow. Unlike the Death Star, they never build another one. What did you yeah. say? Yeah, I said they try to follow. Like Grievous, they tries to follow his ship and shoot yeah. the ship. That's one piece, and then he ends up getting away. I love his entire 
ship foes up. And he also hangs up on <laughs> I Dooku. Love that. that was pretty funny. <laughs> well, I think we got some interference there. Boop, see you later. <laughs> and even his droid's like, I think he may have hung up on you. Yeah, basically. no kidding. Yeah. I think he cut off the connection, but basically he hung up on you in Star Wars. Yeah. But also, like, when, when people complain about the, like, phone joke at the beginning of the last jedi and they're like they've never made jokes like this before i'm like i was i i would like be in those conversations and i'm like yeah they've never made like contemporary phone jokes in any star wars before you are absolutely correct meanwhile there's a lot of that in the clone wars like yeah. a lot. throughout this whole thing yeah yeah because yeah, it's catered for like eight-year-olds star wars is for kids yeah for kids i and it should be i can't believe you would bring that i i hate i hate I hate that moment, but uh, yeah, anyways, moving on. <laughs> yeah, so I, although I had a lot of fun moments from these three episodes, I, I think it definitely shows that we're in season one, and for those watching, mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, this is so, like, kid-like and silly and, and whatnot and cheesy, I promise you, it does not stay this way. Like, there are definitely Star Wars cheesy, fun, silly moments, but this show slowly but surely gets darker kind of grows up with its audience and but i think season one is the pinnacle of like silliness i think season i think i think the two season three episodes we talked about last week mm-hmm. are more indicative of the wider experience of yep. clone wars than uh, these episodes i think so sure. too mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. yep yeah i enjoyed them but it's you can't you can't think about it too hard no and mm-hmm. honestly i feel like nothing that happens uh really matters long term so. that's a lot of clone wars though because, because, and this is the problem with the movie coming first, right? Yeah. The end of, we already True. know where all of this has to end up. Yeah. And a lot of these relationships can't go that far. Right. Like right. Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship can't drastically change very much from the end of yeah. Attack of the Clones. Because there isn't a huge change between the two of them in the movies, right? Yeah. And so there is a, there is a limited amount of runway for a lot of this, which is why a lot of the Clone Wars show is spent with Chamsundula on Ryloth or with Yoda on some adventure trying to find the secrets of the force or, you know, yeah. these these things that we're going to see as we go through the show that really distract from Anakin, Obi-Wan and that kind of stuff, because the only relationship that can grow there is Anakin and Ahsoka and, and Anakin and Padme a little bit. But yeah, a lot yeah. of these kind of they're, they're stuck in a status quo that we know where they end up. Yeah, yeah, right. it's tough. They have a tricky like like slot to fill. Yeah, it's a yeah. very small mm-hmm. pigeonhole. They have to go. But I think yeah. they balance it well with Obi-Wan and Anakin, though. I think it's uh, just a lot of stuff we never got to see. And then we, we kind of understand why kind of Obi-Wan's decisions are with Anakin, like playing the willful ignorance or not being able to kill him. Like it, it, they really their dynamic is much more fleshed out how much he truly loves him and vice versa. You know, so that's yeah. why the the fall for Revenge of the Sith ends up being actually even harder to watch once you've watched a lot of their, you know, their back and forth. But yeah, I mean, there are going to be critical moments, though, that will actually like you know be really important to see in this show just not right not yet for sure yeah yeah i mean look i would let obi-wan fill my slots any day so (laughs) (sighs) there's a reason that he has a daddy one kenobi emo i do have a daddy one kenobi emo Mm -hmm. it's true Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm gonna I guess I guess that's a good spot to wrap yep, up. That's, that's, a good spot that's to wrap where up. I'm wrapping up. All right. That's where we're leaving it. Yeah. This is yeah. what happens when we record at eleven forty four at night. For us, not for them. Yeah. East Coast, <laughs> West Coast. All right, you you're in, do your you're outro. In, you're in Canada. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. East Coast. Oh, I know. I don't care. Side of the country. <laughs> Catch oh. us next week when we go over the next three episodes. And Nerdy, do you know what those are off the top of your head? It's okay if you don't. We did not uh, discuss them. Give me two seconds. I can pull it up. Yeah, you're good. 
but yeah, the next next week we have the next three episodes. And you know, if you want to watch with us or you want to just listen to our reviews, either way, but we'll be here. Uh, but thanks for following along. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for, you know, uh, oh. humoring nerdy. No, I'm just kidding. I, we're going to get, we were talking about some silliness today. Uh, oh, we're going to do oh, a rookies. Uh, 105, 106, 107, Rookies, Downfall of a Droid, and Duel of the Droids. Oh um, my. Okay. Well, which is not as not as good as the next one, which is Bombad Jedi. I'm really excited to get to episode 108 when uh, Jar Jar has to go undercover as a Jedi. I just saw Clara. I just saw Clara's face change. This is amazing. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah, 105, 106, 107 next week. It's going to be fun. There you go, friends. All right. So yeah, do expect, you know, season one vibes. There's not much you can do about that. <laughs> That, that's about how I can describe it. Anyways, you can find droid us. Droid episodes are silly the entire time through. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Droid episodes are always the silliest of the episodes. Yep. Uh, you can find us everywhere, friends, at Jawa Chatter, all the socials, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. And then, of course, let's remind everyone where we can find you guys. Nerdy. Um. Yeah, uh, I have decided to take a job as a mail carrier, and- so I will be bringing <laughs> mail to your house. Uh, so I'll see you uh, probably around like 1130 noon every day when uh, I drop the mail off. Except on Sundays. No post, on, Sunday. <laughs> no post on Sunday. No post on Sunday. Let him finish. Uh, let him finish. You know what? In Canada, there is post on Sundays. Oh, so yeah. uh, respect our culture, please. <laughs> um, culture. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a lot of culture, so we grab at the things that we can, you know. Oh, come yeah, on, I'm, we're only, I'm only a mailman at the houses with the hot moms, but you can also find me online wow. at Nerdy Nightly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just come follow me places. I do things. I This is one of like five podcasts I have. So if you like listening to me talk, which I certainly do, uh, come follow me over there. Uh, Clarus? Uh, you can find me at Clarus Polaris. Claudia. And you can find me on Twitter at just underscore Claudia one. Just Jeffers or just Jeffers games on Twitch. And that's it. That's all I have to you for today, folks. <laughs> Thank you for listening uh, or watching wherever you, you know, where, whatever platform you're listening on. And uh, we'll see you next time. May the force be with you. Utini, friends. Bye.